Hello and welcome to the Engineer Your Success Leadership and Life Harmony Like a Mother show. I'm your host, Kini Romanovska, award-winning journalist turned maternity leave and working motherhood strategist and CEO at Pros and Babes. Being a new mom and working mom can be hard. And we believe you should never be alone with the overwhelm of figuring out work-life balance on your own. So this is the place where you, successful mom with small kids, working in competitive corporate careers or STEM fields, come to redefine your priorities and values after having kids. Find work-life balance, make sure you're on the same team with your partner in career and family, and find belonging in an outstanding community of fellow moms so that you can create a clear path forward and you're never alone with a crushing overwhelm, isolation, or fears about balancing life and work after kids again. Get ready to engineer your personal and professional success and find life harmony without compromising family happiness or health. Did you know that women tend to lose up to a million dollars over a lifetime compared to men because caregiving duties impact our career and financial outcomes? And that 40% of women feel so unsupported after maternity leave, they feel like quitting, we're here to change that. It doesn't matter if you're pregnant on maternity leave or a working mom. If you love your career and want to build a life that helps you build success in personal and professional life on your terms, you're in the right place. Now let's get started. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to the Engineer Your Success Leadership and Life Harmony Like a Mother show. I'm your host, Kenya Romanovska, award-winning investigative journalist turned entrepreneur, maternity leave and working mom strategist and CEO and founder at Pros and Babes. Being a working mom can be hard. Being a new mom can be really hard. And we feel like you should never be alone with the overwhelm of trying to figure out your work-life balance or integration on your own. So that's why we come here to you every week in our live show and our podcast to talk to you about how your identity changes as a mom, right? That is so critical. And to help you redefine it as a working mom, as a new mom, help you be on the same team with your partner and find an outstanding community of other career-minded parents like you so you're never alone with that crushing overwhelm. And today's topic is one that I love so much. It's about wealth building. So in, in our Mom B community, it's money month right now, and we have had so many amazing guest speakers to talk to us about mindset and wealth building strategies. And I want to share a couple of tips with you as you end the year to really flex those wealth building muscles. And, you know, we really talked about wealth building, not just financial planning, but wealth building. So let's dive into how you can build your wealth as a mom, as a parent too. Obviously, as when you're listening to our community here, you know that mom's career outcomes are affected really differently by our caregiving duties. So obviously, our wealth building strategy has to align with that. So I'm watching the comments. If you're here, if you're listening, if you're not blind, I have a bit of a new lighting system, so I feel a little bit blinded today. But if you're listening, let me know. If you're watching the replay, let me know. I really want you to walk away with some actionable uh, tips, which I know will help you increase your net worth. If you know, if you're not applying them just yet, I know that taking those steps will help you increase your net worth in 2021. So let's dive right in. Number one, 
you have to declare and decide that wealth building is actually important to you. Many of us don't make that critical step of deciding that it will be a priority. In fact, when I work with very successful women in our community, they often have a hard time writing a net worth number that they would like you know, to, to achieve by a certain period in their lives. It's very interesting. And behind that, there are many scripts and many stories that we have. So one of our guest speakers were, was talking about the rules that we're raised with, right? And all of you were raised by some, some figures, whether it's your parents or, you know, parental figures that set what we call the wealth thermometer, the wealth barometer, however that is, right? And so you have a certain level of comfort with how much money you are allowed to make, with how much money you're allowed to attract and bring into your life. And this this really impacts all your money decisions. So the amazing Deborah Fryer was in our community talking about that. We had a tear-filled session where you know, so much unraveled for so many of us realizing where our rules, where our beliefs around money came from. So know that I chose the word wealth very consciously because there's been no other time in history where the creation of wealth has been more accessible to people like you and me. And it has to start with a decision that wealth is actually important to you. And if you dig into your soul and, you know, if you have a piece of paper today, I would encourage you to write down, well, I want to build wealth and writing down the sentence makes me feel this way. Start unpacking that. Many of you might be surprised that you're, you didn't even consider being interested in building wealth, right? And what does that mean to you? So that is really the first step before you do anything, before we get into any, you know, wealth building vehicles or things like in Canada, RSPs, TFSAs, RESPs, saving for your retirement, all of that. Those are, you know, EI, all of those words that we hear when we are doing some financial planning as mothers, as parents. When you become a parent, your financial situation changes, your cash flow changes, you start having different costs and expenses and investments that you have to make. So before we even think about the vehicles that are thrown your way, that are talked about when you go to a bank or any any planner that, that talks about these different vehicles, you have to actually decide that you are interested in wealth building because the, the, the vehicles and the strategies and the mindset you bring to the game is completely different when you position it as wealth planning versus only financial planning, right? Other words start to surface. So number one, if you're listening to us today, I'm very curious about your thoughts on the matter. Let me know, have you engaged in any type of structured wealth planning, wealth building strategy that includes things like not only cash flow, but an estate plan, a list of assets that you want to build that are not only your salary in exchange of time for money. A tax strategy is really significant. I don't know if I mentioned the state plan already, but that's how you will pass on your wealth to the next generation in a really structured way. Are you working with a financial advisor? Do you have a solid insurance plan, insurance needs analysis? Are you saving for your kid's future, not just for their education, but are you saving for their future, investing in your child, investing in their future, right? And are you thinking you're going to retire at 65 or do you have a plan for enjoying the wealth you're building and structuring your assets in a way that you can enjoy, a, you know, quote unquote, midlife retirement or retirement, as I as I like to call it. So wealth building entails that. And so the first part is actually to decide that wealth building matters to you because, you know, we, we don't necessarily talk about this with with our friends, with our family, with our parents. So 
you know, you have to decide that you, you are interested in building wealth and then asking yourself, well, how, you know, who can help me get there? I personally believe that it does take work with uh, an advisory board uh, of experts who can really help you leverage the different tools and vehicles and use powerful computing tools to do different projections, right? So who can help you on your wealth building journey? So that's number one. That's the first tip. You first have to decide, make it visible, write it on a piece of paper, write it down on a sticky wherever that I want to actually engage in a wealth building journey. I want to build wealth. I am worthy of wealth. That is a belief that you have to bring to the table and define what that means for you. So I'm looking, I'm looking at my, um, I'm looking at my list here. Okay. So number three is your rich life. So that, that is the number one key piece. And I think we don't talk about that enough as mothers, there can be shame around money. And when, you know, we, we know we're going to be taking maternity leave already. We think, well, how do I budget? How do I save? Where do I cut expenses? Whereas my approach is really about expansiveness. I see motherhood as a force of expansion, of creation. And, you know, how would things look so differently for you if instead of when you find out you're pregnant, you're thinking, well, where do I have to cut? Where do I have to slash? Instead of what are the opportunities to grow and to expand, right? That conversation will look so different in terms of wealth building if you don't immediately pigeonhole yourself and thinking, I'm going to have less money, my cash flow is going to be restricted, I have to plan around EI, you know, um, working with a wealth builder, with a wealth planner can help you leverage the assets that you have and all your hard work to enjoy this period of your life with your family instead of feeling like you have less money to play with. And that really came to the surface this fall when we were talking about outsourcing. Oh, there were such major breakthroughs in our community when women decided, you know, hardworking women who work outside of the home for 60 hours per week, their husbands too, they finally did the, the math and the energy math and realized, you know what, having people, a handyman, a personal chef, somebody to help me with my cleaning and my errands makes sense. It's an investment in me, right? So knowing that that wealth building, that a wealthy life, that a rich life is important to you on your terms, because you know, that doesn't mean that your objective as a wealthy person is to, you know, drive a Porsche. Maybe it is. Maybe that's a um, maybe that's what makes you happy. Right. But ultimately, the wealth building journey is different for everyone. And for those of you who have spent some time with me, I want my conviction, my hope for our community environment is that we're going to have more power, more wealth in the hands of moms. There's so much in this world that is not designed for moms. We go through a period of life so exhausted, so tired. We don't have the energy to advocate for ourselves. And I would love to see what becomes possible when moms actually embrace the idea of building wealth, of, of creating wealth in a, in a way that's expansive, in a way that encourages their core values. So many of the moms I work with are so generous. They want to help others. They want to build beautiful things in the world. And I, I find that our voices as mothers are not heard enough and my belief for every single person in this community is to embrace the idea of building wealth so that you can also have an impact right money amplifies what we already have and so if you have beautiful values and beautiful ideas for this world then your wealth will enable you to essentially expand your reach and your sphere of influence. So that's why I love talking about the topic of wealth. So that's the number one tip is declare and decide that wealth building is important for you. Otherwise, you know, 
you're not going to bring the mindset that is conducive to wealth building. You, if, if you're if you're like me and the way I was a couple of years ago, I was thinking, well, how do I budget and save? I've always liked to invest, uh, but ultimately as women, we are often taught to budget and save, not invest and take risks. So remember that the mindset you bring to your money journey will lay the foundation for the type of outcomes you create. So that's critical. And that's one thing we learned in the community this month is mindset before mechanics and it manifests so much in money, right? So reflect on what you feel about wealth. Do you actually really want to build it? Or do you have any internal blockages or, or you know, money blocks that, that keep you from, from the idea of building wealth? Okay, so I, I would like to bring a couple of statistics. Obviously, I don't want to ponder on them for too long because they contradict what I'm going to say in point number uh, number two or three. But, you know, there are some stats you need to be aware of as a woman. So there's some reports that came out of the U.S. Um, that, that talk about the million dollar wealth gap, that women stand to lose over a million dollars in wealth compared to men in their lifetime because of how caregiving duties shape our, our financial journeys. And because we have different peak earning years, different needs, we retire earlier, we live longer, you know, we take more career breaks, so on and so forth. And obviously our mindset is often around around saving and budgeting and non-investing and taking risks and investing is one of the, the most important ways to build wealth. So be aware of those statistics. Be aware that a lot of the financial calculators on the internet will build by men, for men, designed for their life, you know, life cycles, life trajectories, career trajectories. And so <clears throat> You have to embark on that wealth building journey, knowing that you have somebody in your corner, somebody who can make decisions and ask the right questions. Often you'll go to a financial planner and they'll ask you, well, are you are you conservative? Are you aggressive? And, you know, women may say that, well, I think I'm conservative, but this very surface level answer, if you dig a little bit deeper, you'll realize that maybe you're not conservative. If you kind of understand the numbers and the different ways to invest and what kind of returns you can have, make sure that the financial planner actually digs deeper is really in your corner understands you know ask your financial advisor or planner hey i'm a mom i have you know a different a different career life cycle i have different caregiving duties how do we factor in potential career breaks how do we factor in things like pension buybacks how do we factor in you know maybe a spousal r rsp are there different ways to invest in our children's future, not just through RESP. So those are really important questions to ask when you build your advisory board that I'm going to talk a bit about later. But do you really have a person who's in your corner as a mom taking into account your different lifespan, your different career cycles, your different peak earning years, your, your needs and your desires. Women, we're often thinking about others before we think about ourselves, right? We want to think about the impact of our financial decisions on our family. So make sure that whoever gets to influence your wealth building journey can take into account the specific characteristics of, you know, of, of being a mom. That's really, really important. So so next, so I talked about the million dollar wealth gap. You know, you heard me talk about the motherhood penalty and things like that. I don't want to spend too much time because the next point is really make a list of all the ways you're already wealthy, right? So that is really directly related to the idea of the abundance mindset. And when I go get up in the morning now, we joined a beautiful sports club. I get up at 5.30 to, to swim every day. And I do a lot of brain work, a lot of mind work, a lot of re restructuring my thoughts around money and around success. And so I 
remember to have a gratitude practice. And this applies to this too. There are so many ways in which we're wealthy in Canada. I was listening to a podcast by Tony Robbins and he was saying something like, you know, some of the poorest people in the United States actually belong to the richest people on earth. Tony Robbins was saying that the majority of people on earth live on less than $2 a day. So that was kind of a perspective shift, right? You can think that in a country like the United States, let's say the poorest people actually are some of the richest in the world. That was really mind boggling for me to hear. But there's so many ways in which we have abundance and security in a country like Canada. And so, you know, focusing on what you already have and all the ways that you are already wealthy, that you have resources, that you have education, that you have economic stability, that you have access to something like, you know, I, I don't love to call it EI, but we have access to EI during our maternity leaves, that our jobs are protected, right? That there are so many systems in place that allow us to lead comfortable lives. You open the, the faucet every morning, water comes out, you get to shower, you get to have warm water. So if you focus your mind on already how you are wealthy, already is so, so, so important to create more wealth. The mindset piece is so important because if you focus on what you don't have, you're going to create more of what you don't have. But, you know, create a sense of already having abundance. It creates a huge difference in how you approach all your discussions. It makes you more generous. It can help you embody a wealthy lifestyle from the start. So making a list of all the ways you are wealthy is so important. And that leads me to the next question is that many of us maybe say we want to have more money, but we don't even use the tools at our disposal, like tax strategies or different vehicles that are available to us to make more of the money that we already have. And we don't necessarily have a sense of direction for what our rich life looks like. And money likes purpose, money likes direction, right? So you have to define what your rich life looks like beyond the amount of money that you're going to be making. Does it look like time freedom? What kind of activities are you performing? How do you feel in your body? Who are you with? What does your schedule look like, right? If you had money to spend on anything you wanted, what would you buy if money wasn't an issue? So think about how your rich life looks like talk about it with your partner define it in great detail if you do that before the end of 2021 you will maximize the direction of your wealth building journey because you're going to start asking better questions around how you can create what you want to create your attention will be drawn to opportunities to create the wealth to get the promotion to have more efficient tax strategies to structure your assets in a way where you can already make more from the money you already have and that's coming in right many of us skip the step of structuring our assets with a financial advisor's help with a tax planner planner's help um, to actually make more of the assets you already have many of us are richer than we think so knowing how you would allocate those assets at different seasons of your life and thinking outside of the box we often box ourselves in with the existing you know, mindset and ideas that we already have in terms of, well, I'm going on EI for a year, so I have less money, or I spend money on a car, so I don't have money on other things. But if you allow yourself to dream bigger, to envision that rich life and get off the hamster wheel and actually write it down and get clear and develop a vision board, you're on your way to building more wealth in your life and a richer life. So showing appreciation, but also having clarity on what a rich life looks like for you. So, 
that was my point number three. I'm cheating. I was saying that there are, I'm going to talk about three ways the, uh, to, to enhance your wealth building journey in 2021 if you're a mom. But I have a couple of bonus tips because there's been so much good stuff in our community. Uh, this money month, really, like it's one of my favorite months. So many fantastic collaborations and more to come. I know, I know that many women in our community are on their way to significantly increasing their net worth just because they're making a couple of tweaks that we discussed in, in our community of, of career minded moms. So next one, next tip number four is decide who will be on your wealth team, right? So my financial advisor, um, she she likes to use the term, well, I don't fix my own toilet, I get a plumber to do it, right? Because she doesn't have the expertise to do it well. And I've decided to work with somebody because I do not have the tax expertise, I do not have the computer tools and the software, I'm not that great with, with financial projections and spreadsheets. I was always quite good at math, but... Ultimately, I do not have the time or the energy to watch the markets every day to recalibrate my portfolio, to know and read about what goes into an estate plan, to you know, diversify my assets, choose. I can understand all of that on a theoretical basis, and I want to, but I've decided that I'm going to work with a bookkeeper, with a financial advisor, with an accountant, and that I will also work with people who will influence my mindset. You shouldn't be taking advice from any, like from, from you know, um, what, what, what am I using for? You have to choose who's going to impact your your mindset when it comes to money. You don't. You can't just let anybody uh, make decisions for you, right? And so, choose who's going to be on your advisory board. Is it, you know, in your community and, and around you? If, has anybody been um, ashamed of talking about money? Is it is it shameful to discuss wanting to build wealth? Are you getting the right information and advice and guidance and strategy from the right people? So write that down in 20, you know, for the end of 2021 and 2022, who will influence your wealth building journey? It's a choice you make. Just like the food you eat impacts what your body will feel and look like, the type of information you get will structure your strategy. So when I think now I have two signs, two and four, when I think when I was going on my first maternity leave, it was such a struggle to gather all the documents that I needed to build my financial and cash flow plan. I found it extremely disempowering. And I so wish I had my financial advisor by my side because, you know, I pulled my my um, insurance policy from my back then employer. Gosh, it was like pulling teeth, right? Thousands of dollars being paid into an insurance policy where I couldn't even get the details. I had to fight for that. And then EI, I did not know how that worked and how it would impact my taxes and my cash flow. And then I know we'd be sending kids to childcare and, you know, how would that affect my taxes and our cash flow? A lot of people in Alberta, I mean, it can cost more than your mortgage to send one or two kids to childcare, right? So I so wish I had a financial advisor who sat down with me at that moment and discussed with me my cash flow over different periods of years, looked at different scenarios, because at that point where I was considering, well, will I want to, you know, stay at home with my kids? I didn't really know. So it would have been so good to have somebody by my side to look at those different variables, put them into a specific program. And I grew up in a financially literate family. My mom uh, ran her business. She gave me a bank card from a very young age, a credit card from a young age. She encouraged me to think about stocks. And I kind of reduced wealth building to investing, but I didn't understand that there are so many implications, even choosing a couple of assets within your wealth building plan can really make a significant, like 
hundreds of thousands of dollars of difference. One insurance policy decision can affect what kind of wealth will be left for your children or not. It is, it boggled my mind when I realized that a couple of tiny, tiny decisions can make enormous, enormous differences. And it's not just about investing. So choose wisely who will be on your wealth building team interview people in our community. We have partners that we work with, right, who come and develop curriculum specifically for us, who take questions of, of mothers, of women. And as a community, we discuss all of those things. We discuss what are the implications of your partner taking parental leave and how it affects benefits. But at the end of the day, if you have not defined what your rich life looks like, if you have not defined what a wealthy life looks like for you, just from a freedom perspective and a time perspective, right? It, it doesn't really matter to make all those small tactical decisions. You're not going to feel better about all of that. And so, oh, my bonus tip, obviously. So I have a fifth tip for you today is make time in your calendar to make progress on your wealth building journey. Mark some dates with your, with your spouse, with your partner, with your financial advisor, quarterly to reflect on your wealth building and what you're going to do about it, right? Define what a rich life looks like for you. Decide whether you're going to have a wealth advisory team. Think about where you are in terms of your finances. It was really interesting to read the poll answers in the Facebook community. So the majority of you say that you have pieces of a financial plan, use a number of vehicles. And those are the ones that we talk about the most in Canada, TFSA, RSP, RESP for saving for our for our retirement with with some tax benefits but i did not realize how many other tools are available how many vehicles are available to build <coughs> excuse me wealth right and and so i encourage you to think outside of the box this year don't limit yourself to directing your savings or your investments through only these vehicles just because those are the ones you've heard about start thinking more about what your rich life looks like for you what your wealthy life could look like for you dare to dream big write it all down and then start paying attention to the different strategies and people who can help you get there it's a very different approach than simply choosing those tax savings vehicles because the, the, the government put them out there for us, right? You have to combine them properly. You have to have a good contribution and distribution strategy for all of that. And you have to decide how you want to use that money and what your values are. It boils down to your values and your vision and then your roadmap, which is what we specialize in our community. So I hope that this session has been useful for you. If you are watching a replay let me know if you're listening to this on our podcast. Let me know. Please subscribe. Please leave us an honest review. Please share with your friends and your community. We want to touch the lives of as many mothers and fathers as possible because we truly believe that more mothers and in influence, more mothers in power will bring a different way of life in our world. We have huge problems to solve in this world. And I believe that moms have unique talents and a unique voice to share. But for that, you know, it's good for us to build up power and our influence. And ultimately, that's what this community is about. Thrive like a mother, right? So thank you so much. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for being part of our community. So much love to all of you. Enjoy the rest of your day and we will see you next time. Thank you so much for joining us today. Now make sure to review the show notes for any information we shared today, either about our guests or from myself. And then if you're ready to take action and turn working motherhood overwhelmed into your greatest advantage, then head on over to our Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash groups, forward slash pros and babes. Again, info in the show notes. Make sure to 
get the support you need to succeed in family and career and be the first to know about new live networking events and training and of course connect with other moms who understand exactly what you're going through as a mom with a demanding career if you're getting value from the show i would be so grateful if you left us a review so we can reach more moms like you moms in corporate competitive and stem careers who should never be alone with a crushing overwhelm of trying to balance family and career life see you next time Bye.